0: Hi, I'm Pat. Join me as I take you on a journey with my life and how I'm able to explore kinky sex in a Christian environment. All right, welcome back all you beautiful people. Today is a special day. I don't know if you remember, but at the beginning, I promised I was going to try to get some special guests on here, people who knew more than I did, which is easy to do. I finally did it. I found a sucker to come on here and talk with me. So with no further ado, let me introduce you to my friend and barber, James Yates. Hi,
1: I'm James. I've been practicing the lifestyle for quite a few years. Um, it's it's something that uh, my wife and I have decided is very necessary in our lives. So we have ad- adapted it and tried to integrate everything into our lifestyle, so that it's it's not a partition thing.
0: So so James, tell me, I know you know we've spoken a little bit in the past about it, but what was it about this that actually got you into the lifestyle? What what actually said, hey, we want to try this? Was it you? Was it your wife? Was it just a feeling you had? I mean, what what was the driving force behind that?
1: So there was a, obviously there was a huge uh, growth around the Fifty Shades book. Mm-hmm. And so I, I suppose that started a lot of people researching and delving into their own feelings and figuring out what they wanted in their life. Because I think prior to that, prior to it becoming a media sensation, it was always in the closet and nobody ever talked about it. And still in this society, in American society right now, sex is just not something we ever talk about.
0: It's kind of a a very much a taboo thing, especially being Christian. Sure, absolutely. Being being Christian at, at it, there's like this uh, stigma around sex that if you don't do it missionary position and you know the right way at the right time and you know for procreation only then you know you kind of get a little shamed about it and and so I know for me I always kind of hid my sexuality you know I didn't throw it out there but it's funny you mentioned 50 shades because for being one of in my opinion and I'm not I'm not trying to down the movie so any of you who loves 50 shades hey great but 50 shades in my opinion is one of the worst representations of what i have discovered the lifestyle to be however i got to give it props because it brought it into the mainstream in a way that i don't think anything else could have you know
1: yes uh, it, it got people thinking
0: it got them thinking so yeah i think it's funny you mentioned that because i think that's actually one of the things that that prompted me and and my wife to to start exploring this too. So it's just funny. Um, Anyway, so we we know a little bit about James. He's gonna actually, I kind of conned him in and and he knows this now, I sprung it on him. He's gonna be doing quite a few episodes with me. Uh, I'm working on getting him to be the permanent co-host, but we'll see how that goes. We'll see. Um, But so in this episode, we are going to be talking about scenes and what a scene really is, what it, I I would say what it isn't, but in in reality, a scene can be anything you want it to be. So, um, I'm gonna kinda bring it over to you, James. Uh, I've talked a little bit in, in past episodes about scenes, not much, but what is for you, what is, a typical scene?
1: I guess to me, there is no typical scene. Um, my, the the thing I enjoy most about scenes is building them. Okay. So you can build a scene in any direction with any, any types of things included, any length of time, any... Um, you're just wide open with a scene, what you can do. Um, but typically it will start out with a lighter sensation, maybe even an enjoyable sensation, like a, a tickling or a, a light Wartenberg wheel. Um, and then as as I go along, the intensity will, will increase and increase. And throughout it though, the, the most important thing about a scene is checking in with uh, who you're having the scene with? Because it's very easy to get in a scene, and, and all of the all of that energy yeah, gets flowing. Is, yeah, yeah. adrenaline's pumping. Flowing, in, right, and, and so you you stop thinking, and you're just act. You're you're just visceral in the moment. And then all of a sudden, you haven't checked in with your partner for minutes, and it's not been enjoyable for minutes. So, the the, the biggest thing about a scene is checking in with your partner, maintaining that communication. Perhaps even even developing nonverbal communications, a way that they can communicate with you without stopping the scene to let you know what's going on.
0: And and that is that is so true. Um, there, there's three, for me anyway, there's like a, it's three pillars of, of not just the, the scenes, but there's kind of three pillars in the lifestyle. And I kind of call it the three C's. You got to have consent, you got to have communication, and you got to have connection. And especially in a scene, when, when you start a scene, like I said, consent is there. You, you, you got to have the consent of both partners. Now, you as, as myself are a dom. And so we have our wives as our subs. Uh, a lot of people get confused on this because they, they assume that dom means in control. And that's not necessarily the case because the sub... Has the control to stop the scene at any time, you know, with the safe word, with with anything, they can stop the scene. The the dom doesn't so much as control the scene, but as monitors the scene. You know, I would say
1: facilitates. Facilitates. The the, the dom is the facilitator of the scene, uh, whereas yes, all control is is, is f- funneling through the yeah. sub. Yeah. Right. I, another thing I wanted to mention is aftercare. Oh, that—that is—that is is one of the most commonly missed parts of any scene. Anything, yeah. And it's probably the most important important part.
0: And it's funny you mention that because there's going to be an episode about that. So keep all that in your mind. Um, now some of the the things that uh, when when I talk uh, and I think of scenes, not all scenes are sexual. Um. Some are just sensual. Uh, And correct me if I'm wrong, because like I said, you've got far more experience in this than I do. Uh, You can have bedroom scenes where uh, it's mostly, you know, flogging and spanking and sex. You can have um, public scenes with a caveat. I mean, you gotta be careful when you're doing a public scene, people, because public play is fun. We've done it, but you gotta remember the, the three C's. And, and the first and most important one is consent. Absolutely. When you're in public, you don't have the consent of those around you. They so don't have the choice. They don't have a choice. And so you need to be extremely mindful of that when you're doing a public scene. Um, but, you know, if you in a scene, a scene can be just be sex. You don't, there's, there doesn't have to be any BDSM. It could be a little bit of sex and just some funky positions, you know? As long as the three Cs are there, as long as you got your three pillars in place and everyone's enjoying it, to me, that's kind of a scene, you know? That's my philosophy, but I know some people don't feel that way. Um, There's also... The internet has brought about virtual scenes. You can now, you know... Get on the computer and have cyber sex with anyone you want, and and the principles are the same. You got to have the consent and everything, but it it it's a whole different level of play because now you're talking to a computer screen and having to do everything yourself, whereas in a person-to-person scene, it, it's physical, and it's it's someone else doing something to you. So, um there's some more questions I was going to ask you. And I got rambling. And that always is a bad thing for me. So, so in in a scene, um, we're talking about uh, the, the safe words, you know, and you mentioned uh, that sometimes it's not a safe word. But you can have a body movement, or something that will will trigger it what do you do when when your partner is so involved in the scene and goes into you know subspace or just gets so involved that that they don't have the faculties to to tap out you know how as as a dom and as, as the top in this situation how would you handle something like that
1: again that goes back to the checking in um, so uh, very periodically not not like every five ten minutes but like every couple minutes you're checking in like um, you know what's your color like green red yellow you know and like and where are you and you can yes, and you can even do it nonverbally, so as not to just pull or pull them directly out of the the subspace. So like you could like tap them somewhere. Like this is where I'm going to tap you when I want you to respond, and then maybe shoot, uh, like they'll tap with their hand if they're okay, or like they'll they can motion their hand in another way to tell you no stop or. Uh, it's getting a little too intense. Like y- you can develop. That's the beauty of the scenes. Like I said, they can be anything you want them to be. If you if you want to have a ridiculous um, um, sign that you're having an issue, it can be ridiculous. A lot of people. Uh, especially with safe words, will use a ridiculous word that they would never use in yeah. real life right. because that keeps it safe. Like and that
0: pomegranate. Or
1: right, you know. right. Yeah, nobody would ever say pomegranate, no, obviously. Not
0: during sex, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you're saying pomegranate during sex, that, then I need to come to your house.
1: <laughs> I would say you're doing it wrong. Yeah, but, but
0: to each their <laughs> own, right? That's the beauty of it. <laughs> you're going to get a visit from Pat anyways. Okay. So send me your address. You got my email address <laughs> have the pomegranates running and waiting
1: didn't know pomegranate was the thing
0: yeah (laughs) so so what you're saying is it's all pre-negotiated don't correct so have it set up beforehand hey if you get too far gone then we're gonna go to body language and and we're gonna start doing this right perfect A,
1: a little bit of forethought goes a long way in a scene right
0: so when because you and, and your wife have been like I said doing this for quite some time now, um, I'm I'm still, you know, year and a half ish into it, so I'm I'm learning a lot. Uh, but on on average, how long does a scene last for you guys? How long do you, is there? Is it something that you put a time limit to? Is it something that you're like you know we're just going to go until the mood feels right? Is that something that you set up beforehand for you?
1: I typically don't put a, a length on my scenes. Okay. I, I
0: you just do, let them develop naturally and
1: well. What I like doing is having having them written out and like I'll have my notes app and I, it will be a, a very uh, detailed uh, paragraph about what everything that's going to happen but there's no time limit on okay. how long it's going to happen um, so
0: do you share that with your your sub your wife beforehand does she is she aware of everything that's going to happen
1: most of the time yeah okay uh, now there's times
0: that you like to throw a little
1: i'm, twist I'm in there extremely sadistic so <laughs> i like like you know just blindfolding you and not now and guess now, what's going to happen just, yeah
0: shut up and take it woman <laughs> and this
1: that's uh actually one of the One of the best scenes we had is like I, I kept. um, I've made uh, several tools throughout the years, and uh, I like I would uh, pound it uh, next to her, so like she knew it was coming, coming. but she didn't know when it was coming. So it was, you know, that that those mind games are are something that I really enjoy playing.
0: And she does it too, you know.
1: If she didn't, that would be a a very poor match. Yeah, Yeah, very poor match. Like. He keeps driving me crazy I all the time. The, I don't know what to do with him. He was already crazy.
0: <laughs> all right. So just kind of bring it all together. Consent. Work things out beforehand. Um, stay connected. Have some form of, whether it be verbal or physical communication, through check-in and enjoy yourself have fun correct so
1: but don't forget aftercare
0: don't forget aftercare aftercare is super important and and something that that I know we're gonna do an episode on aftercare uh, at another time but something that's really in my opinion and and you may differ but something really important aftercare is it's not just the physical after I mean just you know so you just beat them until they're they're red you know now yes you want to massage some oils or some lotions take care of them physically but aftercare is also uh it's an emotional thing um take care of them emotionally because when when they've been through a scene when you're sub especially I mean and it can happen to doms too because we get as a dom you know and masters we get caught up in it you know it's exciting for us too so there's got to be some aftercare for for the dom too um which i'm very fortunate that my wife loves giving me aftercare. but it's it's an emotional thing because everyone's coming down from this high that they've been on for you know the last hour or two and it can really mess with with especially the sub it can mess with them emotionally because adrenaline levels and endorphin levels are, are dropping and sometimes they drop fast and so that's why that we're gonna do a whole episode on aftercare but yeah it is extremely important can I say one more thing about you can it? say whatever you want you are the guest you you get to do whatever you want
1: so the scene is where the the sub would be feeding the dominant aftercare is where the dominant will then take and pour that energy back into the sub so it, it's the flow of energy is extremely important
0: yes 100% agree. So, with that we are going to cut this one and as always, uh if you guys got any questions, comments, suggestions, um want to even get a message to to James here, he's he's far far more experienced than I am. That's why I'm going to if I have to I'll, I'll Shibari tie him up in here and and keep him for the the weekend, but any questions, comments Hit us up, thekinkychristianpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, stay safe, take care of each other, and God bless.